You're listening to the Credit Union Leadership Podcast with your host, Scott Albrecht and Michael Neal of Service Star Consulting. Today, Taylor Murray and I address a question that came in. Uh, we did a podcast together back in season three, episode six, becoming a business development champion. And the question came from a credit union that was implementing that program that we advertised on that podcast. Welcome to the Credit Union Leadership Podcast from Service Star Consulting. Service Star Consulting has been around since 1998, helping over 500 credit unions transform cultures into high-performing, award-winning, member-centric sales and service champions to align credit unions' mission and purpose. The Credit Union Leadership Podcast serves as a channel to get you, the listener, all of the leadership tips and tricks from our service star experts, Mike Neal, Executive Director, Taylor Murray, Chief Executive Officer, and myself, Producer Scott Albrecht, AVP of Sales and Training. To find out more ways Service Star can help your credit union, check out servicestarconsulting.com. So here's, here's the question that came in. Uh, so we have uh, a bank location. This is a credit union. And we have a bank location nearby that's closing. What business development activities should we do, if any? So bank branch location nearby is closing. What should we do from a business development standpoint uh, to either capture that business uh, or is it appropriate to do anything? there. What say you, Taylor Murray? Well, I have mixed emotions on that um, for a number of reasons. I think that I first thought is there's going to be people that maybe lose their job that are at that bank. And that's what kind of goes into my first thought. And that's never a good thing. The other side is celebrating because there's one less bank out there. Um, so I, I'm glad you, you phrased the question from a business development perspective. Uh, I think there's an opportunity here, uh, not just an opportunity for the employees that are at that bank that's closing, but also the opportunities for those customers to experience the, the credit union way. Um, it, it's, it's a really broad question. And I guess most of the time on podcasts, you get an opportunity to see the questions or hear the questions ahead of time. That's not the case here. So uh, I'll, I will let everyone know I did not hear this question up until right now. So right out of the gate, what I would do is um, I would look at just overall market share. I would probably go to the FDIC uh, website, pull some information, identify, are they, do they really have a presence in the area? Uh, are they closing for a reason? Is it because of bad loans? Is it because they just haven't grown or there's, there's a reason why, or is it just purely a decision that the bank has made to save money and the, and the deposits will likely stay. So if, if it's because it's a financial reason, Maybe you don't want those customers at your credit union. They might end up pulling your credit union down. But I think it's it's leaning into this opportunity. And whether it's on social media, identifying and looking for different pockets of opportunity, see where that bank has maybe advertised in the past, and you can fill a gap where they're no longer going to be advertising. And um, that's probably a, right out of the gate what I would do is just do some research and, and, and look for the subtle things that are outside of the newspaper articles on those companies. 
So far, you've hit two of the four things I predicted that you would say. So you first started off with empathy, uh, which is it's kind of sad that people are going to lose their job. And, um, you know, maybe these are bank customers that have been there for 25 years. And so we can be empathetic to the fact that they've got to change banks. You know, they're going to be forced to change uh, who they bank with maybe because the location's no longer convenient for them. Um, and so that empathy, you checked off. Also the community. So, you know, going out, where did this bank work at? Where did they play at? You know, were they a part of a dog fundraiser? They were like a big, big presence there. So now they're not. So we're going to go in and fill the gap there. Um, so great. Good, good work. So I've got a scenario. I'm going to run through uh, you and just kind of see what, what your thoughts are. Let's say a customer from that bank walks into our credit union um, and is just kind of looking around, checking things out. Uh, what are some of the key kind of observations or questions that we can ask to make sure that we're uncovering the needs of someone who might have the situation where, hey, banks closing nearby, that's my bank. Uh, how do we really maximize that opportunity? Yeah, I love open-ended questions. And I think that's where you really need to, to stay in this place. We're not about bad-mouthing anyone. And I, I think if, that, if that's your approach, uh, you're probably not very successful in doing that in the long run. I think asking questions to that customer, who's potentially a member, ask them what, what they really like most about that bank. What did they really enjoy? And the reason that they'd stayed there for so long, what kept them there? You can uncover a lot just by listening to those questions. Of, you'll know if, are they a depositor? Are they a, trans, a transactor? Do they borrow money? Do they have other challenges? Um, so I think that's probably the first question is just tell me what you really liked about that bank. Um, and the other is just ask them some of their, their short-term and long-term goals. Seems common sense to ask a question like that, but you can just, you know, the, the, whole, the whole cliche of two years, uh, one mouth. Ask open-ended questions, ask them about what they really enjoyed and what kind of their future plans are and listen. It's interesting that you said have an open mind about um, the competition and, and don't really badmouth the competition. Um, you know, I learned that a long time ago. Uh, the temptation's still there. And every time when I do it, I go back and I look at it and it makes you seem small. It, when you say bad things about the competition, it always makes you seem smaller, uh, regardless of whether they're valid. Uh, and, and a lot of times uh, it's the member that's feeding you this information. So the temptation is <laughs> really high because they're complaining about a big bank down the road and you just really want to add in to their misery. Um, but every time you do, it actually makes you look smaller uh, as, as the smaller institution. Um, so, so here's my list. Uh, but before I go over my list of four things I predicted, you might say <laughs> any other comments on bank is closing down the road. Uh, any other advice there before I see if I, how predictable this podcast really is. Uh, so maybe a little outside of that box is there are probably some talented employees that have done well there that have relationships with those in the community. I wonder if there's an opportunity to either create a position or uh, find an opportunity to hire someone that was at that bank uh, to do the work for you. Nice. All right. So I think you just checked the, both of those boxes. So here are the okay. four things I predicted you would say. Uh, one, empathy. You're going to use empathy first and foremost. And, and I nailed that one. Helps that I work, I've been working with you for 10 years now. <laughs> uh, number two is 
So who, who do I know that works at that bank? Um, you know, do I know anyone that's been affected by the, the, the bank closing? Who do I know that's a customer at that bank? Start there. And then who do, my, who, do I, who do my members know? And I think you touched on it just a little bit when you said go to Facebook. You know, who do we know that know people that work there? Who do we know that maybe are married to a spouse who has a primary account relationship there? Kind of going to the, to the membership and seeing, okay, do you know anyone that used to bank at the bank down the road? Uh, you know, let them know about this benefit. Maybe we can run a promo and, and get them into this awesome credit union benefit. You brought up two things that I didn't think you would talk about, strategy and hiring. Uh, and those, those are really good things to talk about. So we've got an opportunity in a short staff environment to maybe bring on some talent. Um, fantastic find. And then, you know, you started with strategy. I don't know why I didn't pick up on that. You're, you're a strengths finder strategy nut. We know that from our, our session, uh, season three, episode seven, where, where we talked about your top five strengths, strategy being number two, input being number one. So yeah, what's, why are they closing? I mean, you went right there. Where, where, where are their, where's their asset size? What's, what's the, do they have a liability problem? Um, does that affect maybe our branch location? Will we potentially have the same problem if we bring on those uh, potential new members? And so uh, that's the CEO uh, brain. I love exploring. So thanks Taylor uh, for being on the podcast. Any final thoughts on banks closing? It seems to be a trend that's happening and certainly something you've got exposure to uh, with your previous roles in the credit union industry. Any, any final thoughts on, on closing banks and, and that kind of stuff? Um, maybe two thoughts. One, no, let me forget is one thing that I think you would do, Scott, the first thing. And then the other, which I'll hit right now is, well, I managed a branch in a community where there was a merger of two banks and they ultimately had one location that was going to be for sale. And I was relatively new at my career. And I kept saying to myself, man, that would be a great location for us. We're already outgrowing this. And you know what? We, it, we should we should have bought that. We should buy that. Three months, six months later, it did get bought by another bank in town. And that's when I started thinking to myself, why didn't I bring it up? What, what, was I afraid of the response? Why didn't I bring it up? You don't have the answer of no until you ask the question. So I, in hindsight, should have at least brought it up to my leadership team. Um, that's a closing thought. But the other is, what do I think Scott would do? the moment he heard i i really think that you would get up you'd drive over you'd put an outfit on you'd stand in the parking lot with some type of giveaway and you would probably walk out of there with 35 members in the first half an hour Um, and i wouldn't be surprised if you did that Thanks, Taylor, for giving me such kudos for uh, business development and for answering the question about uh, the what we do if a business is closing, especially a bank nearby. Uh, and I think we we tackled it with empathy. I had the predictable podcast halfway predicted, and it sounds like he predicted exactly what I would do 100%. So stay tuned for the next podcast. We got some innovation in the works to close out 2021 and a great lineup of podcasts ready for you in 2022. Catch you then.